Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. On today's episode of the Strategy Hour podcast, we have Jennifer Mary of Apple and Pear Wardrobe. She's a wardrobe stylist who's on a mission to help female entrepreneurs elevate their personal brand and style. And after Addressing literally thousands of women over the last 17 years, she knows a thing or two about making a first impression and how you can come off the best way possible in those first 10 seconds. She's super passionate about helping work at home business owners create a wardrobe that aligns with their personality and brand without compromising comfort or flexibility. Yeah, we talk a lot about what clothes actually mean to us and how do they make us feel and how do they increase our levels of productivity and how they can also create decision fatigue. Jennifer provides some really, really easy strategies for you guys to dress the part of your brand to attract that ideal client and to feel good about yourself. She also has a really fun challenge that we talk about at the end of the episode that I might try to take part of, but it also seems really hard. So I hope you guys love this and we'll take part in that challenge with us. So definitely let us know if that's something that you guys are doing so we can cheer you on because it definitely doesn't sound easy. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and get to looking fancy. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to have you. I feel like chatting style is is one of the gets like thrown in a lot in a lot of our episodes when we're talking to creatives regarding strategy, but definitely in the like the wrong way, in the way of like lazy and haven't put pants on in like 17 days way. But I know that there is like legitness to feeling good about yourself, feeling like you're in a line with your business and your brand, feeling like maybe your own version of fancy and whatever that looks like. And I have definitely seen it to have some effect on my levels of productivity or just happiness. And at the end of the day, like if that's what it can do for me, then I'm down for it. But I know that you have some actual tried and true techniques for other small business owners all about this whole like branding and dressing 
as your brand and feeling like using your clothes as more than just clothes. So let's dive into that today. Perfect. Well, first of all, I think, you know, when entrepreneurs, when we leave the corporate space, it is such a relief not to have to get dressed every day, right? So we kind of take that and we run with it. And then a few months or maybe it's a few years down the road, all of a sudden go, wait a second, I haven't put on proper clothes in a very long time. And there is a there was an interview with Clinton Kelly from What Not to Wear, the US version. And he was talking about wearing yoga pants and leggings every day. And he said, that's mac and cheese, right? That you're wearing mac and cheese. And it's okay to have mac and cheese every once in a while. But when it's a steady diet of mac and cheese, you're in a bad place. And I read that and I was like, oh, you're right. That isn't healthy. That isn't good. So I think we can sort of take that approach as entrepreneurs and business owners that wearing mac and cheese doesn't necessarily set us up for the best versions of ourselves. You know, are you the most kick butt entrepreneur boss babe that you can possibly be if you haven't showered in a couple of days and you're still wearing your pajamas? I frankly don't think so. I think get just the act of getting dressed puts you in a better mindset. Sure. Well, I know when I get dressed, I do feel better, but it I don't know if it's a lack of motivation or a lack of like, well, no one has to see me today. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to chill out and be my, I don't know if best self is even the right word. Your mac and cheese version of yourself. (laughs) I will say from a health standpoint, regardless of how I like feel when I'm dressed or not, I do think it's a lot easier to gain weight when you're not wearing clothes that f- like have a fit to them and and they just continue to stretch and stretch with at, with you and it can be a surprise when you're like wait I jumped two pants sizes because I haven't worn pants in that long like that's crazy it is really it's really crazy that we can do that to that extreme without even realizing it but I moved over the summer and I had to pack up all my clothes for a couple of months, I, I took with me, you know, a tiny little capsule wardrobe, which is what I do. But it was mostly like athletic skirts and things that I knew that I could, you know, move a house in and move across country in. And that's what I wore for a good month and a half. And the first time I put on these super cute, like chino camo pants, I pulled them on. I was like, oh, oh, wow, wow, those, those are not. They're not even close to what I thought they were going to be. I thought they might be a little snug and those could not be zipped. And, you know, it happens. It happens. Even when I worked for Chico's, everything had a stretchy waistband, everything. And I put on a lot of weight without even realizing it because everything still fit. And I kind of joke with my clients, everything in your closet has a letter in it instead of a number, you're in a bad spot right? So we, sometimes we need those numbers to keep us honest, right? Just to kind of know where we're at. And, you know, weight fluctuates. It's not the end of the world. But yeah, when you're wearing clothes that can expand two, three sizes go down, it's kind of hard to keep track of where you are. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm in phase two of my mac and cheese life right now. Because when our daughter came into the picture and she was home for four months, we didn't have childcare. I literally like didn't have to leave the house for four months at all. And so it was like pajama life, like actual pajamas, no bra, like pajama pants, shirt, because I just, it didn't matter. Well, when we started taking her outside of the home to go to the sitter, I had to actually like put on a bra or like put on different pants. And so I feel like I'm kind of just now coming out of that phase a little bit where sometimes like I'll put on like actual jeans instead of yoga pants heading out. But some days like that, 
that's my week. Like that's the only like place I go to all week is taking her to the sitter and then picking her back up and working from home. And unless we go out to dinner or do something over the weekend, like that's my life. So do you have any tips on people on like what they can kind of have in their wardrobe and actually put on their bodies that can like carry them to different events throughout the day if like their schedule is pretty light? Well, I think as women, we live in the greatest time in history for being comfortable. It's called athleisure, right? We tend that's my but we tend to think <laughs> that our options are like five dollar old navy t-shirts and dollar old navy flip-flops or work dresses mm-hmm. and heels. There's a whole lot of gray area and athleisure is amazing. There are so many things that look like real pants. Athleta has these jeans that I mean they feel like pajamas. There I have you go. two pairs there of you them. Go. <laughs> so it's putting things like that into your wardrobe that make you feel comfortable, but also look stylish. I don't allow my clients to use the word word comfortable when describing their style because you don't ever want to walk someone to walk up to you and say, wow, you look so comfortable because what they're telling you is you are wearing pajamas. (laughs) You want them to walk up to you and say, wow, you look so cute. I love your outfit. And then you say, oh, and it's super comfortable. So when we shop from a... And it has pockets. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> pockets are life. Pockets are life. A dress with pockets, life. is it, it's magical. So we want to really focus on dressing the way we want to look, but also choosing pieces within that that are comfortable. There is a whole lot of gray area, again, between the crappy t-shirts and the dresses. And we just have to find that. And one thing I really encourage my clients to keep in mind is that dressing well doesn't mean dressing up, right? So when we leave the corporate space from home, it's okay to dress well without dressing up. Yesterday, I, what did I do yesterday? I had a mom's group thing in the morning and then I had a couple of clients on video in the afternoon. I took my daughter to her musical practice in the evening. And from the moment I got up, I put on a cute little plaid dress and leggings and my gold Chuck Taylor sneakers. I was super comfortable all day. I was not dressed up, but I was dressed really well. So it is totally possible to dress well without dressing up. And if we change our mindset to focus on that, all of a sudden your wardrobe options completely change. I had to recently retrain or train my husband to not think a summer dress was me wanting to like get dressy because a summer dress to me makes me look really, really presentable, super cute patterns. It has pockets, but it legit feels like I'm wearing pajamas because it's just loose and it's like comfortable and flowy, but it looks really, really, really presentable. And so I put on one of, I have these, I love these Amazon dresses that I've gotten and I have like four different patterns of them super comfortable and nice and like enough form fitting for it to not look like a potato sack. And so I was putting it on before we're like grabbing drinks with friends. And he was like, Oh, we're not like, we're not going somewhere nice. Like we're just going to a bar. And I'm like, I'm in pajamas. That's how I feel right now. Let me wear this dress in public because it makes me feel super comfortable because I know that I actually well, look You nice. also know you've gone so far down the path that that is like elevating the bar so extremely yeah. that your husband is yeah. concerned for you going in public. <laughs> you don't need to look as dressy. Uh, slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> slow your Literally. <laughs> I do think one of the things that you mentioned and like on some of your work and stuff is really dressing in a way that matches not only your personality, but your brand. And I'm curious what you mean by that, because I have my own rules around that 
But I want your take first before I Okay, comment. so for me, dressing your brand does not mean putting your logo on everything you wear or dressing in your brand colors <laughs> no. all the time. I see that a lot. People, they try and match their logo, which, you know, it gets a little cartoonish at that time. And you don't ever want to look like you're wearing a costume. But I kind of think of it in terms of when you are invited to speak somewhere and you are introduced and then you walk out onto the stage, right? There is that five to seven seconds before you ever open your mouth that people are figuring out who is this person? What's she all about? How, what does she do? How, how, you know, is she the right fit for me? Whatever it is, you haven't said a word, but people have figured out a whole lot about you. So I really think that if you can find a way to communicate your brand's energy, think about it in terms of your brand's energy, translating into your clothes. So for Apple and Pear, my brand, it is a little funky and it's polished, right? So I really, that's what Apple and Pear is to me. So when I buy anything, or if I'm picking out a work, uh, an event for an outfit for a work event, I say, okay, is this pretty casual? Yes. Is it polished? Yes. Is it a little quirky or a little funky? Yes. That communicates my brand's energy. I see a lot of times women feeling like they have to dress up and you go to these networking events and everyone chooses the gray sweater because it goes with everything, right? And they all choose sensible black shoes because they're comfortable. And again, amen for comfort. But you don't get a sense of who anybody is. And you have to really seek that person out and talk to them to find out who they are. Whereas if you walk in and you see somebody in a old leopard jacket, you kind of understand what that person is about without having to to talk to her. You can see, I like a person in a bold le- leopard jacket. That could be somebody that would be a good fit for me. Or, ooh, that jacket, I'm going to avoid her. It can help you connect with your ideal client a whole lot faster. Yeah. I, I think it's been really interesting. Pre-building this company, my wardrobe was very... Dull is not even the right word. It was just blah. And and I think a lot of that came back to my first, and it's not my first big kid job, but the one I was in the longest before I went corporate was working for a university. And I can't tell you, this is a non-written rule in university code. Everyone wears the state uh, college's colors to work every day. So I had an entire closet full of purple clothes, and which by the way, was much easier to find when I worked in that city where everyone wore purple clothes. But I came to Kansas City and I was like, I look ridiculous. Like, why do I have so many purple clothes? It becomes a costume, right? It becomes <laughs> a costume. And I have a bunch of clients who do work for universities and, oh, that's so-and-so blue or, oh, that's so-and-so's red. And luckily, we have sort of elevated the conversation and we buy beautiful blazers in so-and-so blue or so-and-so red. And we don't have to have everything in that color. But yeah, there are times. But again, that is communicating the brand or the university's message, right? So I really, I think... We should stay away from building a wardrobe that is all one of anything because then it does become a costume. You know, if it if your brand color is purple, don't wear purple all the time everywhere because it's going to become a costume. Now it's going to be notable and it's going to be sort of your signature, but not necessarily in the right way. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think for me, what's been helpful, because for a while it was like, I would only buy things I thought fit in our brand like color story. And it wasn't, I mean, our brand is pretty bright. Emily wears zero bright things. And so I was like, how can I kind of like make a little bit of a difference? And so I feel like I started wearing things that were closer to the lifestyle we're portraying than the color. So like our homes are a little mid-century modern. There's a lot of like plants and neutrals and stripes and splashes of color. So I feel like since that elevation, well, I think it was Emily just rubbing off on me more than anything. Yeah, my closet of black and white stripes. That's literally all she owns. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I get sent every season. I don't know who compiles this list, but my best friend's mom sends me this article. Every season, this blog compiles a list of like the best black and white striped shirts that you can get for the season. She's like, here you go. Here's your fall wardrobe. I'm like, oh, thanks. (laughs) They're so versatile. Stripes are so versatile. I mean, you can can pair them with leopard shoes. You can pair them with a plaid scarf. You can put them with a bright color. Uh, Nothing but love for stripes. Nothing but love. Yeah. Leopard and stripes are like my two, like, that's it. That's what I got. (laughs) But speaking of like brand stuff and like definitely picking something and sticking with it that might attract or repel certain people, guys, like that's exactly what our lipstick purpose is for. We started that very early on and we like, it was a very clear, like, Every webinar, every live, every video, we're going to have a bright lip on because it makes us feel good. It makes us feel dressed up. It's the kind of like spunk we wanted to add to our brand. But a lot of people hate bright lips, like a lot of people. And so if that's not your jam and you're tired of looking at it, like hanging out with us is probably not going to be in your best interest. (laughs) So that was a decision we made really early on. So maybe look at your own brand and your own business. Like what's something not drastic, but like, a pop of whatever version that is for you that you can kind of, you know, attract and repel. There's, that's a, what we're all there's about. a marketing girl that I follow and I love her and she's always got, you know, the unicorn hair and she's got lots of tattoos and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, for a lot of people, they're going to look at that and say, Ooh, no, 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 no. I mean, what a great way to weed out yeah. so many people that aren't right for you. Right. And a lot of people are going to look at her and go, yes, that, that's the energy. And I think it's important to recognize that she's not going to make you have unicorn hair and tattoos. Right. No, I think a a lot of people, (laughs) when they work with me, they say, oh, I like your style. I mean, I don't want to look like you. Right. I I don't want to wear that. Like, I think I was wearing like leather leggings and some, no, no, not, not that. I don't want you to dress but do you like the whole vibe of the casual, polished, a little bit funky sort of thing? And I think people, most people are smart enough to to realize that, that they're attracted to a vibe. They're attracted to an energy and that, you know, if they watch you, they don't have to put on lipstick to watch your webinars. They don't have to. But people who like that polish, that finish, that little bit of something that you give, they're going to be more attracted to your brand. And the people who don't like that, okay. And I think you have to be in business a little bit to be okay with that to actually right because at first it's like just anybody oh, love me please please love me please hire me <laughs> just like me that's all I need. like me right and then oh yeah it's like I oh it's so much days. easier just to get the people who aren't right out of the way so much easier so is there any I'm sure there is but do you have any sort of like science that you've kind of held on to as like how what you wear can really affect you as a person. There are so many, there are so many books and studies and and all that kind of stuff. The one that I love and I forget, I need to go back and actually cite the study. That would be the proper thing to do. But it was talking about, does what you wear to work matter? And there's a ton of research on this and 50% says, yes, it absolutely does. And 50% says, no, it has nothing to do with it. But there was one study that I love and they took, you know, a big group of people and they put them all in the same white coat and they divided them into groups and they said, okay, you guys, this is a deli coat, right? Like you go pick out your meat and the guy's wearing the white coat. And then they said, okay, this is a doctor's coat. 
And without question, without question, the group that was told it was a doctor's coat performed higher on every single test. And they controlled for everything. And again and again and again, they did it. And the people who thought doctor's coat always scored better. It's not about what you wear. It's about the mindset behind it, right? Yes. Yes. I was just going to say, like, if you look at a, a jacket and you're like, oh, that makes me feel like a badass. Like, that's the kind of stuff. Now you are a badass. Get. You put yes. that on. You're like, I am so cool. I can do anything. Buy that jacket. Buy that jacket. You know, buy it in every color they have because that is the jacket for you. And that is partly why I encourage people, get dressed no matter what. You know, I have a running joke with my daughters on snow days. I'll say, oh, mommy has to get ready for work. And I'll go upstairs and put on clean pajamas and a bra. And it is just... (laughs) Because let's face it, I mean, we do our best work when everybody is well-contained, right? But we... It's that mindset of getting dressed <laughs> to go to work. And there, when you work in an office, when you go, when you leave the house to work, there's that shift that happens when you get dressed. And we rob ourselves of that when we work from home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't, again, you dress yeah, up, for sure. but get dressed, dress well. Yeah. Can we talk about a little bit of the articles that have come out in the past couple of years regarding like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg's simple wardrobes? And how, like, what are your opinions about that? And like, what can we take away from that as well? I think female let me small business the first owners. First, or the last question first. What we can take away with that is that we've got bigger fish to fry than what we wear. I don't love clothes. Like, I'm not that person with this huge, phenomenal wardrobe. I am a person who loves what clothes do for people, right? And the problems that they solve. And if you are standing in front of your closet for 20 minutes every morning, what should I wear? What should I wear? Hemming and hawing. And at the end, you feel bad. That is a horrible use of your 20 minutes and a really crappy start to your day. Don't do that. You know, and what Barack Obama and Mark Zuckerberg, and there's actually a graphic designer. She literally wears the same outfit every day. It's a white shirt and a black and black pants and her coworkers make fun of her, but it is her uniform. And she says, I've got bigger things to worry about. So I am really a fan of having a small wardrobe. I'm a big fan of having a small mix and match wardrobe that you can do a million things with. My capsule guides, that's what I do. You really should not be spending time every single morning stressed about what to wear. And at the end of it, you know, the more clothes you have, usually the less you wear and the worse you feel about your wardrobe. Buying more is never the answer. Buying yep. the right pieces, that's the answer. So I'm a huge fan. And it's actually, it's a, a theory called decision yep. fatigue, that the more decisions you make, the less able you are to make good ones. So I would rather make my good decisions on which Facebook ad to run or, you know, which networking event to go to or, you know, all of those things that can really impact my business, not, oh, what should I wear? Oh, no, just, you know, shop once for the season, have a plan and then be done. So on that note, can can you share your best tips for capsule wardrobe creation? I feel like so this is something that I've I've attempted to do myself once and then I've brought a friend, a stylist friend in to do it once for me and then I have fallen off the wagon every single time. So I think there are plenty of resources out there on like how to cultivate and what pieces and you have a lot of amazing resources on your own blog, but like how do we stick to that when there's so much like being marketed at us and being sold to us and like all of the pieces that we feel like we need? I think my best advice to stick to it is once you are done shopping, you know, at the beginning of the season, you should plan your wardrobe. What do I have? What do I need? How does it work together? Then you fill the holes, you go shopping, you fill the holes, and then you don't go back. You don't go in 
you, you just don't go and you don't click on that website. And even if the Facebook ad comes up and it says, amazing sale, I don't need it. I don't, it's not going to help me. It's not a good use of my resources. Don't click it. Right. So just kind of put blinders on when it comes to clothes. Now, you know, the things you already have in your wardrobe, a lot of people ask me, you know, so if, if I do this capsule thing, what happens to all the things I already know or I already own? Work them in. You know, if you've got a special occasion or, you know, you're just kind of feeling bored with it, work it in. But what happens is, you know, then we start pulling one more piece and one more piece and one more piece, and then we're back to where we start. So I really encourage people to sort of box everything else up, at least for that first month. And kind of, you know, I liken it to when I had a very small maternity wardrobe. Like, even though I had other things, they weren't an option because they weren't working for me. But I loved my maternity wardrobes because they were small, they worked together, it wasn't overwhelming, and I loved every piece. So I think just get, put it out of sight. If you need to start adding other things back after about a month, go ahead, but stay out of stores. Just Target doesn't have anything you need, well, just in general, but you don't need to just go see what's there. Because going to see what's there, you're intending to buy something. Nobody is ever just browsing, right? No one's ever like, I'll just look at what, you know, Old Navy has. No, you're thinking if I like something, I'm going to buy it. So just don't even go. I try to be so picky. Like if if it's not going to be my new favorite shirt or my new favorite sweatshirt, don't buy it. So that's been really helpful for me because... Now I just have a closet of all my past favorite things instead of things I only sort of kind of like. And when I broke in that rule and bought something that I just like, it's it's okay. It's functional. Like I hardly ever wear. It. It's like what I wear when I have put laundry off too long. <laughs> and then I'm frustrated with how it sits on my body and I'm pulling on it and tugging I on it. I always tell my clients, good enough is not good enough. When you settle for something, you say, oh, it's good enough. You will be shopping for that same item, a better version of it, three months down the road. Good enough does not solve your problems. We never like our good enough stuff. And I encourage people to clean out their closets on laundry day. When you believe, oh, I need to do laundry because I have nothing to wear, go in your closet and throw everything else out because those are the things that I'm going to wear someday. Well, you don't want to wear them someday. Someday doesn't come, right? Right? Like right now is someday. If you have nothing to wear, right now is someday and you still don't want to wear it. So get rid of it. Yeah. I, I want to have, I want to do like one more sweep, like have someone help me kind of pare down like of what I already own, what is actually useful. But my, I'm trying to be way more intentional about my future buying choices. I'm trying to like say no to fast fashion as often as I am now and like buy like more sustainable pieces that like are in line with how I like to live my life and the choices I make. And so that means there are more expensive pieces and they're harder to find pieces. And I have to like literally like search for them a lot longer and harder. And so I need to be way more intentional about like, okay, what is the hole that I'm needing to fill so I can be like intentional about the thing that I'm trying to fill it with. So spending more time looking for the right piece that you can also support when you're buying, I think can also help you say no faster and easier to the little yeses that pop up. Without a doubt. You know, I think if people knew how clothes are really made and what it takes to create a $3 cami, a lot of outlooks would change. And, you know, I'm not, I don't judge anybody for buying what they're buying. You know, sometimes it just is what it is. But the first thing we can do is start buying less right? Start buying less of the, uh, good enough. And then 
on your body. You don't like how you look in it. So you get rid of it. I mean, we're getting rid of a whole lot more clothes than, than anybody knows what to do with. And it's, it's really, it's a problem. So, you know, sustainability is a, it's a phenomenal goal. It's really hard to get there. You know, there are very few brands that have an aesthetic that most people really respond to or a price point most people can really afford. It's, it's a challenge. So if people are concerned about their sustainability and want to make that first step, my first bit of advice would just buy less, just buy less. Wear, wear what you have, wear it to death, right? Those pieces that you love and you know, you love something when you stop wearing it because you're afraid it's going to wear out. Like those are the really good pieces. Like, Oh, I'm going to save that for a special occasion. Cause I might, you know, rip a hole in the... Or I have some in there that like need to get thrown in the trash and I keep like, I'll just wear a blazer <laughs> over it because the armpits are all gross now and no one will see it. But I love this yes. shirt. Yes. yes. You know, those are the ones love you those. love. Love them. <laughs> all right. Well, let's head into talk strategy to me. And I would love to hear three to five takeaways that you, if you've missed any pieces of advice today during our conversation that you want to throw back out there or for anyone really who's trying to be more intentional about the clothes that they put on their body, what advice do you have for them? Okay. Well, my first thing, and we've talked about it a lot, but I just, this is the most important thing. Get dressed every day, regardless of who sees you. I was in a Facebook group and, you know, I was fielding questions and someone said, I'm so tired of feeling frumpy, but blah, blah, blah. And I said, stop right there because that first part is a full sentence. I'm tired of feeling frumpy, right? Get dressed. I always say to my clients, would people pay you if they saw you right now? If they wouldn't, <laughs> a lot of people listening to this right now are probably like, ooh, no. <laughs> no, get dressed regardless of who's going to see you. Do it for yourself. Do it for your brand. Do it for your productivity. You know, my mom right now is in rehab. She just had a, a knee replacement. And I was talking to the physical therapist and she really encourages people to bring clothes so they can get dressed every day in the rehab facility. She said, people who get dressed in their own clothes work harder in physical therapy and recover faster. Right. I was like, can I quote you? Because I'm going to yeah. use that all the time. That's powerful. That is super powerful. And actually in the UK, there is an initiative for seniors just to get dressed. Just get dressed. Yeah. Get up and get dressed. Because when you get dressed, you are so much more productive. So much more productive. And here's another tip. And this everyone is going to hate me for, but just try it for a week and then tell me if you hate me. Get dressed before you leave your bedroom for the first time in the morning. Oh, no. I know. I know. You both. <laughs> try it. Try it. All of a sudden, that first coffee becomes a thinking session, a strategy session. You're not lingering over it. The longer you wait to get yeah. dressed, the later your day really starts. And I, I threw this challenge out to a group of my, my Facebook people and everyone hated me, but they did it. <laughs> and I, at the end of the week, I said, how did, how did you do? Were you more productive? And someone said, well, I wasn't more productive, but I did make my bed every morning and I unloaded the dishwasher and I got laundry done. I was like, that's actually the definition of productive, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, sorry. It didn't work for you. <laughs> So just try it. If you want a productivity boost in your business, get dressed before you leave your bedroom for the first time. Now, how are you going to do that? That's my my second or third. I forget what I'm on. Piece of advice. I do that when I work out. I don't do it any other time. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Do it every night. Do it every night. Nobody has time to be creative in the morning. You know, I've got two kids. I've got to get them to school. I've got to get started. I want to get to my email. I want to... If I left myself to my own devices every morning, I would wear the same thing over and over and over again, right? Probably just like pick it up off the floor of the closet and put it right back on. 
But if you plan it the night before, all of a sudden you start looking in your closet for things you can wear that are different and creative. And, oh, what would I like to wear tomorrow? You're going to find yourself using a whole lot more of your wardrobe, liking the way you look a lot more. And it takes so much less time in the morning. It's kind of like meal planning. If people meal plan, they know what I'm talking about. You know, left to your own devices at five o'clock, everybody's eating spaghetti every night, right? Mm -hmm. And you make bad choices. However, if you sit down Sunday night and you're like, oh, what do we want to eat this week? You find yourself looking for different recipes. You're creative. You're you're prepared. And you make a list of things you need at the grocery store. Same concept. So get dressed before you leave your bedroom and pick out your outfit for the night before. Finally, dress like your ideal client. We spend so much time on who is our ideal client avatar, right? I think everybody has done this exercise in their business. Okay, well, her name is Joni and she's 35 years old and blah, 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 blah. And then I push people a little more. Okay, what's Joni wearing? Well, she's wearing blah, blah, blah. Okay, take that and just do a little bit better. That is what you should be wearing when you are working with clients. Yeah. It should be absolutely attainable, right? Nobody wants somebody who's going to come in dressed 20 levels above them. It's going to be intimidating. You're not going to connect as well. So just take what you think Johnny's wearing and bump it up a little bit. Absolutely. Oh, and can I throw in one more? Can I throw in one more? Okay. This is probably (laughs) the most important thing you're going to hear all day. Promise. Oh, snap. Define your style. Shoes define your style. You can have a basic outfit and frumpy shoes. You now have a frumpy outfit. Or you can have a basic outfit and cute shoes. (laughs) think about it, right? So let's take a white t-shirt and jeans. And then we put on a pair of like really thick sold, like, I don't know, I'm just going to use dance goes. I know people love their dance goes. Let's put dance goes on with our white t-shirt and jeans. It's kind of frumpy, right? Now take your white t-shirt, your jeans and a cute leopard flat. That's a super cute outfit. Shoes define your style. So if you don't know where to start, (laughs) start from the bottom up. This is why Crocs have a bad reputation. (laughs) (laughs) Only for nurses who are on their feet all the time because if they're legit comfortable, they need that. But they are not an outfit staple. (laughs) No, they are not. There was actually, I think it was a BuzzFeed article that was like, can I make Crocs cute? And spoiler alert, no, (laughs) no, you can't. You can't. Not, you know, not the camo ones, not the, nothing. There are no cute Crocs. I mean, Crocs ballet flats are kind of cute but that's it i refuse you know if they you just to don't exist. do that awesome. and i i think i threw my husband's out when he wasn't looking because he liked to do that with socks and i was about to murder and you could no. see the socks through the holes on the top because he had the, like cr- no. classic croc stuff <laughs> well i think we need to go shoe shopping emily i can't handle it <laughs> awesome well thank you so much jennifer how about you let everyone know where they can follow and learn more from you online Okay, you can find me at appleandpairwardrobe.com. Also, Facebook and Instagram, Apple and Pear Wardrobe. And I have a special download for your listeners. And it is the five items every boss babe needs. If you are a business owner, you should have these five things in your closet. And you can get it at bit.ly forward slash boss babe style. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.